Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, my name is Shane Smith, and I am a Mormon in 1890 who's made a very big mistake because polygamy's been outlawed, and I've decided to try and break up with three of my four wives at once. <laughs> <laughs> they throw rocks hard. I bet they do. <laughs> do you keep the kids when that happens? No, you get rid of them. Free pass. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. They take them. Now they're in a relationship together. Who? The kids? No, the wives. With who? I don't know. They're like the Sanderson sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting take on that. And that's how Hocus Pocus happened. Yeah, and then Hocus Pocus picks up where the wives were left off. Yeah. Mormonism. Uh, the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that version. Okay. Um, what's up? My name's Noel, and I'm the sixth wife you don't care about. Oh, you're at least number four in my book, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. You say so many sweet things to me on this episode. <laughs> I, it's unreal. Oh, my God. I'm I just, like, am... heavily researching this topic and just, like, writing all these notes and reading all of these articles and getting this material. And then you just, for some reason, are like, I know we're talking about, like, Brigham Young right now, but I'm going to go ahead and stop you and talk about how awful sex is. And I'm just like, oh, you can do that here, I guess. That's <laughs> totally fine. Here's the place where you could say anything. It's a free speech zone. We've established mm -hmm. it. Man, if only me from today could go and tell me two years ago, like, hey, never establish a free speech zone. <laughs> He's going to use this against you one day. Oh, yeah. To fucking roast you. Oh, my God. I'm not roasting you. And then try to apologize for it for being... And after, like, a weird, awkward silence goes by after he says that you're mediocre in bed. And he's like, but your pussy's cool. And you're like, well, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. So nice. Oh, we'll report back to see if we've broken up or not next week. Um, Good news. Yeah, hey, guess what? What? I'm going to be in Montana next week. Thank God. Yeah. So if you're in Montana, and I'll, I, I'll be real. I don't know what city I'm going to. I should, but I don't. And I'm not going to look it up. If you're in Montana, we both know you have nothing else to do. Just contact me and drive out to, Mon to where I am. Um, sure. No one will. It's a show for the Air Force. It's at some baseball stadium. It's going to be intense. I, I, I think it's going to be weird. I There's going to be a lot though. of families there. Probably. And you're not going to go in a helicopter ride. So, like, what's the point? I'm going in a C-130. <sighs> it's not a helicopter. It's not a helicopter. Why are you so obsessed with the helicopter all of a sudden? It sounds a lot funner. Do you know what else is fun? What? Getting tattooed at Murder of Crows Tattoo. There you go. Yeah, it's the best. Everyone should do it. Here in North Salt Lake, if you want to get tattooed, contact Casey Roy at Casey. With a K underscore Roy underscore tattoos on or Instagram. Murder of Crows tattoo. Or Murder of Crows tattoo. Or just use Google, you motherfuckers. Yeah, use the internet. That's yeah. not our job. That's your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what else is cool? What else? Supporting us on Patreon. That's the coolest. Yeah. 
Oh fuck, people have. Yeah, people definitely have. Oh my god. So we if you uh one. by the way, we're getting more and more Patreon supporters all the time, and we super appreciate all you guys. You pay for the podcast rent, you mm-hmm. pay for equipment when my shitty computer breaks, and which then we did have, happen. Which did happen, and we need to record on other stuff. You guys save us. Yeah. Or when we have bad microphones and we need new ones. You know, it actually turns out that having a podcast is like a whole thing. It's like kind of expensive. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, well, we have a few new patrons in the last seven days. Yeah. Tell me their names. Um, Sasha. Ooh. She just put Sasha kind of like Cher or Prince. Or uh, Sasha Gray. We'll assume it's that one. We can one. assume. And then... Sasha does porn. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I don't think she does. Thank you, Sasha. Um, I think this is actually Sasha from Florida. Okay. I think. Definitely does porn then. Probably. Um, Roger McCluskey. McCluskey? 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 Yes. Yep. You nailed it. You're doing it. What was his first name? Roger. Roger's a great name. Roger McCluskey. This is what happens when you make me read people's fucking last names. And then Gabriel. Gabriel from the group. I don't know how to say your last name. I will try. Say it anyway. It has a V in it. Mm-hmm. Vil. Ooh. Villarreal. It's okay. It's like weird. It's like two words in one. Re- Villarreal. Villarreal. It's V-I-L-L-A-R-R-E-A-L. So it's like Villar and then real. Villarreal? Fuck, if I know. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Villarreal. Sure. Hey, on theme for this episode, Gabriel's the name of an angel. We're talking about not angels, though. Yeah, 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 but we're talking about religion. Sure. Are there any others? Nope, that's it. Cool. Everyone's names are safe from now on. She can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> I hurt myself a lot <laughs> doing that. Hey, we broke 100 reviews on iTunes. That's cool. We did. And not even one stars. People like us. Yeah, people were saying nice things about us. People were talking about how the gays love you, and I'm pretty all right, which is always a plus. Yeah, the gays do love me, and they I love sure the do. gays. Um, so keep reviewing us on iTunes, even though it's super hard and annoying to do because that fucking system sucks. But like iTunes is kind of where everyone looks to see if they potentially want to sponsor you, which is what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I still want to be a part of Dollar Shave Club and I still want a Casper mattress. So Yeah, Noelle's got to take care of her beard and it's very expensive. I know. It's out of control. What they don't know is you yelling at me for using your fucking razors. If yeah. only Dollar Shave Club knew how much of a necessity they'd be in this fucking household. They would sponsor <laughs> us in a heartbeat. You use my razors that are for my face on your front butt and your fucking legs and everything else. And then I go to shave with them thinking, oh, this is a razor that's only been used once. It'll be sharp. And then I fu- it's like dull and I'm like cutting myself. I think that's a you problem and not a me problem. Shearing skin off of my face. I liked this review. I wanted to read it because it's kind of like it started like an insult, but then it was nice. Okay. Um, so it's five stars, obviously. And it says, where do I even begin? At first, I thought this was a fun podcast, a filler podcast, if you will, which like, ouch. Um, <laughs> something to listen to after I've caught up on my weekly listens. So we're like, what? Like... At the end of the night. at We're wife the m- number six. We are for sure wife number number six. Like 100%. We're like that fucking 
bog witch you text at like 3 a.m. on Friday because no one's responding to you, be like, hey, you up? Want to come over? Like, ouch, motherfucker. Pro tip, move in with that bog witch. She'll just be with you on Friday at 3 a.m. I hate you. Um, <laughs> boy, was I wrong. This <laughs> podcast quickly became the one I looked forward to the most each week. I adore Noelle and Shane. Thank you both for the work you do. It does not go unappreciated. Oh, that's well, so tell nice. Tell that to Shane. Who said it? Um, <laughs> um, Rydilla underscore Rydilla. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you said that wrong. I said it right. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much. So uh, should we get this episode going? Do yeah, we have anything else it. to add? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't have any other shows. Yep, we're good. Cool. Hey, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. You can figure it out. We fucking love you guys. Have fun with this <laughs> episode that is all about the Mormons finding Utah and then uh, us derailing on sex for a little bit. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, hail Satan. Hail Satan. There's no weather you enjoy? No. Also, Rachel's about to suck down all my weed. Is she? Yeah. What is that in the pen? Yeah. I don't know how it works. It used to be full. And she smoked all of that? Do you see? Yeah, well, she's kind of a, a jazz, yeah, jazz cabbage fucking jazz cabbage. An addict. She's a connoisseur of jazz cigarettes. You yep. know what? Big she fan. actually can't even smoke jazz cigarettes. I can roll her jazz cigarettes and then she can smoke them. She can't roll them. She can't roll because of her spindly fingers. I have nails. And then you have, no, spindly, like long oh, and weak. Yeah. Whereas yours are thick, like small Italian sausages <laughs> just meant for crushing. They're kind of long. Let me see your hand. Well, I have tiny hands. Look it. They're almost the same. Yeah, I know. I have tiny hands and feet. But I mean, I'm just saying. My growth, my growth was fucked up when I was a kid from hitting my head and not eating enough. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. Also, maybe it. all the underage drinking and smoking. Yeah. Also, like. And the gas huffing. Yeah. And also, like, was your mom taking prenatal vitamins when she was pregnant? Oh, uh, I or think she smoked a little. Smoked a little what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Your gas>. <laughs> <laughs> this is like. <laughs> I love that. I love when my mom came through clutch later, but early times. Like the first six months. My mom's <laughs> just like a lady who fucking. She doesn't. I don't think she loves kids, uh -huh. and I don't blame her. I resonate with that. Not every parent, and like when you have kids, they're gonna be kids for a while before they're old enough for you to teach them real lessons. Yeah. And she came in clutch in the you know later times, but in that kid part, she was kind of just like fucking. Don't be a pussy and survive this, and then I'll help you. Yeah, that Which makes I'm sense. Which I'm fine. You know, most parents do zero. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, my mom was a child when she had me. She was not ready. She could barely take care of a dog. Yeah. And then it was like, here's a child. And now she child. takes care of all the dogs. And now, yeah. Your mom does look very young. It's how she repents. Your mom's actually like a good-looking woman. My mom wasn't even 21 when she got pregnant with me. And like, that's Did that's still fairly old considering that like kids get pregnant at 16 yeah but like if i think about like when i was 20 if i was to have a child 
man, that kid would be 100% be a serial killer. Oh, shit. 100%. Speaking of being 16, at my last show, someone came up to me and was like, my daughter is your biggest fan. She's having a sweet 16, or she's having a quinceanera. So she's Isn't turning 15. 15? Yeah. yeah. And she wants to have you there. How much does it cost to have you there? And I was just like, if the price is right, I'll fucking show up to the quinceanera. If I can also have a quinceanera at that quinceanera, then you'll perform for free. I want a pink princess dress. That's what like the fuck? How did this long? become about you having a quinceanera? I've always wanted one. What does quinceanera mean? It means Noel deserves this. <laughs> so, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. Yeah. You want to usher yourself into womanhood? Yeah, it's been a it's while. Been about t- it's <laughs> about time you became a woman, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Here's the problem. When you become a woman, I stop being attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not not true. No, I'm not Mac. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to like... have sex with girls who look like boys. Yeah, girls who look like young boys. Yeah, yeah. Like... 12 year old boys that's the gacy workaround it is <laughs> the fucking killer is. clown workaround yeah you just fucking the i want to <laughs> the killer clown oh workaround my God. you know you're like oh man i just want to strangle and have sex with young boys just teenage boys and then you're like oh, i probably shouldn't though because of the law or whatever yeah. and then you're like oh i know i'll just not strangle people and i'll compromise by fucking girls who look like teenage boys yeah. and the Boom. thing about it is if you're lucky enough, like Mac was, if you find a girl who looks like a teenage boy mm-hmm, and you still mm-hmm, want to strangle mm-hmm. them, just find one that like hates their dad a lot. It's true. And you'll, you're in. I don't You've think Mac is big it. on choking girl. I remember once he's like, I slept with a girl who's way into BDSM and I was like, dude, fucking, you know that I have have experience. Hit me up with it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she wanted me to choke her. And I was like, do okay, I really want can to? Can I just say? The, he, she's the girl that had the bum leg. Because she oh, had been hit yeah. by a car. Sure. <laughs> that Hilarious. Girl. That poor girl. Oh, no. She Mac probably listens. Like, prob- there's a chance. Um, Max seems like the type of guy who would like start choking a girl out or like slapping her because she wanted it, but then be like silently crying. Yeah, yeah. You know that's I mean? him. 100%. Big, tough guy. And then he just, I all he wants to big, do. tough guy. He just wants to come inside girls and have babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends like that. I look at Mac and I can tell that's what he's about. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe you said big tough. No way. I look at Mac and I'm like, that guy wants to be a dad. Yeah, no, for sure. Not a daddy, a dad, a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got a. I mean, he's got the body already. He does have the body. <laughs> Let's just also, he it. has like the monotoned, like self-loathing aspect of fatherhood down already. Yeah, yeah. And I think if a toaster broke, he'd be able to fix it. Yeah, Boom. for sure. 100%. He's, 100%. He's all the way there. What's Is he into sports or anything? Like, No. What's his he's, dad a claim to fame? Is it golf? Is it NASCAR? No, it's none of those things. He just fucking... He likes jokes and he likes coming inside girls who are... He likes coming a little boy pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's in fact, I think that's all he does. I mean, he plays games a little bit. He's gonna find his like dad hobby because all dads have to have one. Yeah, and he then likes that's guns. gonna be it. That's gonna well, that might be it. There. I mean, he likes guns as much as I like guns. But does he like go out shooting regularly? No, not regularly. Yeah, he's got to find the thing that he does, like the dad thing, to get away. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean jokes. 
I mean, but he doesn't like dad jokes. His yeah. jokes are yeah, yeah, yeah. Dads are do not approve of his jokes. Yeah, yeah, no duh. You do more dad jokes than most dads I know. Oh yeah, it's upsetting. I love jokes in general. I tell dad jokes. I tell I'll tell a fucking knock knock joke if I think it's funny. I just like jokes. Yeah, I'm a joke nerd. Your ability to pun almost anything is insufferable. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It is a talent. I'll give you that. It's a hell of a talent, but. Sometimes you're just yeah. like, whoa. Sometimes you get so mad when I do it, you want to punish me. See, here we go. <laughs> the look on your face. And the thing about puns is that I like they that hurt when your butthole. Y- I, yeah, I like when people look genuinely hurt by them. It makes me happy because it's funny, and then it makes me happy because other people are suffering. Yeah, I don't know why, like, the majority have visceral reactions yeah, to puns. Like, yeah. what is that? What about it? It's just lo- like we've been punished with them since, like, kindergarten so they like bring back childhood drama the, the best reaction you can get from a pun is when someone just reply like if i put them online when people just reply fuck you in the dms all yeah. oh, that i i'm like that's this usually, pun is off the chain that's usually how i reply to you like, when yeah. we're driving and you say it and i just turn to you and say fuck you in my most serious voice the more mad you get or the more you ignore me the more i know it was a good pun yeah, and i that's love it true yeah ignoring is also like it's because i'm physically trying to like help my body feel less pain. You know? <laughs> so I'm just like being, I'm like meditating in silence. Oh man. So I think that. I just booked a gig in a wine cellar for next year. Did you really? Well, yeah, I need that money. I mean, sure. Why not? I mean, do we get a bottle? Do I get a bottle of wine? Can I come to the wine cellar and drink? Oh, uh, you want to pay to go to Spokane to watch me perform one oh, night? In Spokane? Yeah, Washington? it's in Washington. Huh. Hey, I'll be in Spokane, Washington next year. I'm already going to be in Spokane in in January, but I guess I'll come back in April for this wine. Oh cellar. yeah, the January show you told me about last time we recorded. Yeah. Which am I invited to any of those? Yeah, if you want, like, <laughs> you have to fly out to watch yeah, me work. That go, sounds no, awful. No, I just want to go to Washington and then watch you perform, but then also mm-hmm. enjoy not being in Utah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? There is. Like, how do I say this? I hate Utah. Oh, my so God. Utah's wanna... great. Utah's... Speaking of which, aren't we about to talk about Utah? We're going to talk about Utah. We're going to actually talk about the person I hate the most. Which We're going to talk Brigham about Young. your ex-husband on oh the podcast. Yes. <laughs> the, yes. Him and Young fight for first place of like hatred in my heart. Oh, man. <clears throat> no, dude. Well, like... they both had beards and fucked over a lot of women. Oh, wait. No, he didn't have a beard. Who? Joseph Smith. Well, I'm talking about Brigham Young, and he did. Oh. But yeah. And he also had... Oh, Brigham book. Young's your most hated. Yeah. yeah you yeah, hate yeah. Brigham more than Smith. Oh, I hate Brigham Young more than Joseph Smith, 100%. Really? Joseph Smith died before he could do the damage that Brigham Young took over. Yeah, he got shot and fell out a window. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Brigham Young is a motherfucker. Brigham Young is the one who started all the racist shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Joseph Smith, like, touched on it, but Brigham Young was the one who was like, nah, what do you know? What time that <clears throat> Brigham Young got to Utah? When it was? Yes. Should we just get into yeah, it? Yeah, we'll get into it. Let's get into it right so, now. But give me the dates. Um, I have a few. So, um, we ended. I put ended here barely into my notes. Nice. Um, we ended with um, Joseph Smith dying and Brigham Young taking over, 
Mm-hmm. And like um, Brigham Young was how, art. How was that transition? Is Was there like a thing they did or was he just like, I'm second in command and the guy next to him was like, he's like first. And the other <laughs> yeah, guy's yeah. like, fuck. fuck. He, he shotgunned it. Yeah, shotgunned yeah. no callbacks or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Shotgun, I talked to God. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I get um, the next one though. Like kinda. So Brigham Young was already like high in the church rankings at that point. Um, he was another one who was born in Vermont and then family moved to New York. And then that's, he was like kind of on board during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he moved to like Illinois. He was a carpenter and um, an LD and he worked up the LDS ladder. So he was like already in the inner circle when Joseph Smith died, but because he was like the most charismatic and like the one who seemed like they were prepared, like, the most prepared to take on the position yeah. of like the president, basically like the president of and the by charismatic. You mean he yelled first, the yeah, first first and loudest and ran to the, <laughs> what did they, what would they have? They has, Joseph Smith Cart just has a wagons. microphone. This is how you talk to God, the microphone. Mm-hmm. They have a golden cell phone. Yeah, the golden cell phone. <laughs> Brigham Young was the first to yell shotgun and run towards the golden wagon. <laughs> Marone's name, he pro he programmed his own name into the phone and it says Marone dash I dash smash pussy exclamation point. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, how yeah. Marone rolls. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. He can't read. He yeah, couldn't Brigham, put his name in yeah, a phone. Marone I can't. He can't. Can he use a phone? Probably. He can not. use a phone. If you can read, do you know numbers? Well, but you can remember patterns. That's like true. people who can't read often. Did you ever seen a kid like pretend to read a book, but he's just been read it so many times that he's reciting it? Yeah, that's like how I passed all of my like language classes Jesus. in college. Just like if I remember the patterns enough, I can fake it. Mm, that's weird. It only works for two years. I remember people thinking I used to do that when I was a kid because I learned to, to read like way, way, way younger than most people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were like testing me and they were like, we think he's reciting it. So they're giving me other weird shit to read. And because of my ridiculous memory that I have for whatever reason, I actually remember like learning how to read. Yeah. I also remember learning how to write cursive, which apparently people I don't do anymore. I also remember learning how to write cursive, and I specifically remember what struggling with my lowercase s's. And I had to stay after school for an hour just tracing lowercase all you have to do is swoop up and back down but it like my form didn't look cute and like it had to because you know they had the bars oh yeah girls have to have good handwriting it has to like (laughs) hit like for real the papers that they had you practice on had like dotted lines that were kind of invisible and if your tips didn't hit them it was considered incorrect you gotta touch tips yeah you gotta touch tips so i like i i'm my s's are so fucking good now Oh, are they? I'll show you. They're great. Actually, they're pretty incredible. I don't know. I still write in cursive. Do you? Yeah. It's faster. Like when I'm taking notes, like in college, all of my notes are mostly in cursive. Unreadable. To me, though. And that's all that matters. Anyway, why did we go there? No one Um, knows. (laughs) Brigham Young. (laughs) So he was already like in the inner circle. So him coming in was whatever. Um, and I don't know if we talked about it last time, but under Brigham Young, what, what some people called like the reform, like the Mormon reform started to happen, Mm -hmm. um, which is like the break off. But before he got crazy, cause he didn't start getting crazy until Utah. Um, he still kind of separated the church into like the quiet and devoted and then the fanatical fundamentalists. 
And um, what do you mean? Like he kept them together, but he was like, hey, you're kind of wild. You well, hang out over on the his, left. His sermons basically divided the following into two those two categories. Like there were no you were either like in it. Or you were like, I'm about it, but I'm like quiet about it. Because also you have to remember, this is like the 1800s, early 1900s. Like people were not about polygamy at all. Yeah. And that was like their main fucking shit, you know? And so you were either devoted and quiet about it because you didn't want your neighbors to know that you were like Mormon. Or you were like fanatical, like going to jail for fighting people because they are making fun of your religion. Yeah. So okay. that's like the tone of the time. Obviously the secession from Joseph Smith to Brigham Young was moments in a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the, that energy of like hating the Mormons was still like a big deal. So when Brigham Young took over and these, these like two groups kind of started to form, he decided that he was going to start preaching like relocation. Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole, like um, the Mormons building their own communities in their own like territory to practice their religion, beliefs and polygamy without shit, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, and then, so in 1847, that's when the 16,000 Mormons followed Brigham Young to the West. That's a lot of Mormons. Yeah, for real, though. And um, you brought this up last, uh, last time, and I made note of it, because it was in 1846. Um, Brigham Young started the Perpetual Immigration Fund Company, which was um, where he went to Great Britain and Scandinavia and like, yeah. other parts of Europe to recruit. And they got... Um, 80,000 no converts. No fucking way. Yeah. Well, Not all of them came to the United States. Like, he got some to come to the United States, but the whole... And, like, what historians talk about with the perpetual um, whatever immigrating fund company that Brigham Young started was, like, uh, he specifically targeted, like, super white countries... So, like, Brigham Young was a straight-up racist. Like, no matter what, like, here in Utah, it's hard to say that and, like, not face backlash. But, like, it's 100% the truth. Like, he was a racist. He's the one who enforced, like, the anti-black rhetoric in the LDS religion and was preaching, like, eternal damnation for the curse of Cain, like, for just being black, right? Yeah. Um, And he was trying to... He was, like, low-key trying to make Mormonism like um, eugenics kind of E. You know what I mean? Like he was going after, he wanted more white people to join his religion yes. exclusively. Okay. So he was going back to like the mother country. You know what I mean? To get them like real white, real pasty, real malnourished, you know. Sure. toothless Just biscuits and fucking yeah. dri- uh, no sunlight. Yeah, no like sunlight. Like people in Seattle today. Exactly. Like, if you drink tea seven times a day and eat stale biscuits and, like, kind of have the black plague, like, he was about it, you know? <laughs> Just a little. Just, a, like, a touch, a touch. A touch. So, like, uh, yeah, you brought that up, and it's a thing, and it's stupid, so. Yeah, isn't that interesting, though? Fucking Europeans mm-hmm. just out there, erber, 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 and then they're <laughs> fucking Mormoning it up. And were they polygamous? Here's yeah. my thing. Yeah, anyone practicing at this point had to practice polygamy because it was a main tenant 
Here's the, the weird part is that the Mormons in America were like, okay, we won't be polygamists anymore because, and their excuse was the rule of man, the rule of God is set down and it says obey the laws of men where like certain things are concerned. But like the but Mormons then the guys in Europe who were yet. polygamying it up didn't have to stop, but they did apparently. I mean, I don't know what the deal is going on. I, we barely are taught U.S. history. How am I supposed to know what the Europeans were doing to How the small they, portion yeah. of Mormons then? Well, I mean, I'm assuming it wasn't good. I'm assuming they had some issues. If you're British and Mormon and you have multiple wives, your family can have a full set of teeth between all of you. <laughs> yes. And that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But if you're Swedish and Mormon, like one Swedish woman is already a lot of woman. Yeah. You've got... You've got three wives. You've got nine wives worth of wife. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of... I don't. Whew. Yeah. Can you imagine? How warm you'd be at night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't that's know... That's so many wood shoes you have to make for so, your kids oh if you're a polygamist Imagine the Sweden. trees. How? Oh, you my know? God. That's not good for the environment. Can you just imagine how fucking tired those sled dogs would be pulling those <laughs> thick Swedish women and all their kids around? <laughs> Is that um, how it works? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. I actually think Swedish women are supposed to be like really, really good looking, aren't they? Yeah. I'm over here thinking they're like fucking woolly mammoth women. I think women. Swedish women are like Russian women. They're either drop dead gorgeous or fucking bridge trolls. I'm a bitch. And they said I'm a bitch. So, um, yeah, that's right. Russian women are built like fucking stupid. I'm not, it's crazy. But isn't it weird how like there's no there's no like sixes, there's no sevens. You're either a fucking 10 or a negative 2. Yeah, every, like there's nothing in between. Every Russian well, I've only dated a couple like real Russian women, but like every Russian woman I've ever met has been either like fucking stacked, like 5 foot 2 with the tiniest waist ever and like triple D tits for no, and you're like, mm -hmm. how, how the fuck are you built like this? Or they are, uh, they're 23, but they have the image of a 65 year old plump woman with yeah. a bandana over the top of yeah. her head. Yeah, and yeah. she always is carrying bread everywhere she goes. Hunchback. Yeah. 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 And she's, <laughs> she's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. She looks like she's trying to get two kids to come into her fucking gingerbread house so she can <laughs> eat them. Trying to Hansel and Gretel it up. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you though. Wild in the sack. I bet. Yeah, when you like <laughs> barely survived the communist regime, you have a new outlook on life. No, and no, sex. not the little ones, the scary ones. Oh, she's yeah. got to earn it. She eats children. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, she loves children so much. Get them from the source. Where's the source? My penis. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I hate you. Okay. Oh. Anyway, enough Sorry. about Russian women. I I was like, also, I'll just put this in here for him, and then five minutes later, I still... don't know if you care to even hear this, but this is, uh, one of the most boring, like, sexual people I've ever been with in my life was the uh, only Russian girl, like, real Russian woman I've ever been with, and you know, oh, so bad. She's like, a bitch. <laughs> so so bad that I gave up. Really? Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I was just like, um, and then she was like, "Did you finish?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I just said no. no. What the fuck? I was so I was. Were awful. you like, do you like democracy? Like that's close enough. Yeah. No. I was like, you're welcome for Reagan. And then I <laughs> <laughs> fucking left. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, she's really suffering a lot lately. Mm-hmm. It's loose. Mm-hmm. 
She is playing it fast and loose. Yeah, that's what I meant. With all that hocus pocus. <laughs> For <laughs> anyway, real. That's, Isn't that's, that so strange? What? I don't She's know. She's a witch? Yes. Yeah, and oh. I thought it was strange. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the the uh, most, like, uh, not good vaginas have been attached to the smallest girls, in my experience. Yeah? Yeah. You think it would be, Do like, Do you think impossible? it's because they're, like, used to just being, like, thrown around and, like, and they didn't have to really work? No, that's just like, all women. Oh, whoa. That's <laughs> an attack. Uh, I would say 99% of women don't make you come. You use them to come. Whoa. Yeah. That's the worst thing you've ever said. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, women should step up their sex game and take charge of someone else's pleasure for once. I feel like I was always forced to because my butt cheeks are so big that if they had a tinier-ish or average-sized dick, I had to be like pulling my butt cheeks apart so they could get closer. Does that make sense? What's your excuse now? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Um, I'm out here running miles, (laughs) and I hate exercise. (laughs) You don't run. Um... <laughs> I, I was joke. saying, I was saying, not that they they were genuinely bad at sex, but I was talking about like they were physically, actually, just like, where is your vagina in here? I'm in here, but where is it also? What are you saying? Will you just say loose? It? They're oh, loose. Oh, that's what you're saying. Loosey goosey. Okay. Vaginas like penises can be lo- the ranges from loose to tight, and um, just maybe like the Kegels and like crystal. Vaginal exercises haven't like really hit Eastern Maybe Europe. Maybe when she immigrated to the United States, she hid one of her cousins inside of her pussy. That o- could also be it to yeah. get him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Igor, come out, oh and then God. Igor pops stop. out, and she goes, "Moose and Squirrel will never stop us." Oh and then God. they fucking go, and now she's on. Is this like a Rocky and Bowwinkle? Yeah, thing it was a Rocky and Bowwinkle situation. Okay. We got you way know, off I, track. Yeah. Thank I you. feel like I've offended a lot of people. Yeah, your comments about women are horrible. That's Why does my, anyone no, have no, sex no. with you? It's that's so weird. That's been my personal experience. I feel like that's valid. Am I going to have to take you like small claims court? So many women and men have bad sex experiences, and they talk about it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm in trouble because the majority of people I've slept with haven't been like on my level. Yeah. I just think that I have, I'm just like really getting after it, and e- they're either just like, "Oh, I just have to take this or I'll die," or Whoa. they're just like, "I'm new to this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know what the excuse is." Sometimes I feel that that first one, this I have to take this or else I'll die. Okay. Sometimes I resonate with that. That's fine. You know, you're too like, I'm not a pretzel, and then I'm just like, if I move. I'll break. So oh, like, no. Be here. <laughs> take this. Okay. But, yeah. I guess it is a little bit of danger because of my anatomy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fair. You know? Maybe it's my fault. And it's like... Hey, a- maybe it's 100%. You know what? The only common denominator between all the bad sex I've been having is, is you. me. There you go. Wow. I'm glad we reverse engineered this back <laughs> yeah, to the Yeah, we did. It's been my fault the whole time. Yeah. Me and my penis are to blame for all the bad sex I'm having. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm glad we figured that out. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, weird that we went there. Um, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey. What? You have a cool vagina, though. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
<laughs> a little too late for that. <laughs> what? You do, though. A little too late. Okay. Just talking all this shit. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. So glad everyone can hear this happening right now. I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyway. All right. Hold on. What? I'm just... Uh, are we good? Are we mm-hmm. running again? Yeah, we're okay. running again. Hey, everyone. No time passed. You we weren't gone. You know what it sounds like? What? Because of where we stopped and where we started. It sounds like oh. we paused to fight like, <laughs> off the record. <laughs> no, the batteries fell out. <laughs> no, that I would really never funny. pause it. I would just let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you could make it public, you would yeah, immediately. Absolutely. Okay, so anyway... In 1847, 16,000 Mormons followed Brigham Young across the West. Because okay, 47. 1847, yes. Okay, so this is pre-Confederacy. I'm just making sure. Because Your timelines? I, yeah, yeah. I feel like Utah was kind of like, look, I in the South, like, hey. If hey, they were closer, they would have been fucking buddies for Whatever, sure. Whatever, California was a part of the South. The Civil War was fought in California. Was, you, I can't remember if California was a part of the South. I don't think it was. Texas it was. was. Yeah, of Texas, Texas was a was. part of it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, course. the war was... F- people killed each other over the Civil War as far as California. Sure. I feel like Utah was dealing with its own shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So, um, anyway, doing I, this because they wanted their own territory, right? I'm bummed out at myself for uh, probably messing up that California thing I just said. Yeah, probably. Oh, well. <laughs> going to be okay. <laughs> I'm going to Google it later. Okay, great. <laughs> so, um, obviously not all 16,000 Mormons made it to Utah. Yeah. Um, besides, like, dying and shit. A few of them just, like, settled across the country in, like, little pockets and created alternative divisions of the LDS faith. A completely new ones. Yeah. Like, some guy was just like, it's bullshit. I said first, first. Yeah, like, um, it's like LDS adjacent. Like, they probably... St- I didn't look into that more because the end goal of this is to talk about the fundamentalist Latter-day Saints and, like, Warren Jeffs in, like, the 2000s. And we are not even past... Yeah, we're we haven't even hit 1900s still. yet. So I didn't want to even look into that, but I'm assuming yes. <laughs> so the largest group followed to Utah, obviously. Yeah, um, but a, a bunch of other ones got Oregon trailed, and then some yeah, of them stayed. Exactly. They did what I do, where I buy all bullets, no medicine, and then I just shoot and I just hunt the whole time because it's the most fun. And then they're like, "What are we gonna do with three hundred pounds of buffalo meat?" And then I'm like, "Doesn't matter because we're drowning in this river right now." <laughs> yeah. And then that's me playing Oregon Trail. Exactly. I think everyone relates. Absolutely, one hundred percent. We just get all this money, and my wife's like, "Amazing, we'll live." And I'm like, "Actually, I bought three thousand bullets so (laughs) sorry sorry. um so i would just assume that some shit fucking happened to brigham young on his way to utah like he saw some shit and something changed inside of him and you can't really say it was age just he just became an awful fucking person thought you were gonna say aids we don't know so he just became how do you know how long the journey took um no I didn't bother looking into okay. more dates because we'll just assume. I don't talk How long does it take to drive anymore? from? Uh, I, let's just say two days. I bet. It took <laughs> a lot yeah. than that. Um. Anyway, um. So when he gets to Utah, isolationist beliefs start to like get insane. Like s- all facets, like the U.S. government at the time, 
doesn't understand us. The people around us don't understand us. Like we need to completely shut off yeah. to protect ourselves. Like paranoia. Like all good cults go Ex- through that phase. Exactly. And it's kind of like funny in weird ways. Like the paranoia that like Brigham Young had for the religion, like still kind of like trickles down into like Mormons today, like in their weird paranoias about like the second coming and, yeah. you know, food storage and shit like that. No, they have all that. They, Mormons today are way into like a doomsday prep. They're, they are all. It's a part of uh, yeah, the church. It's literally a part of. So like. Brigham Young was a big into that, right? I've always been like, why are you prepping for Doomsday when Doomsday comes? Either turn the other cheek, die, and go to heaven, or you're going to get raptured. I don't think that, like, right now the Mormons are worried about rapture Doomsday. I think they're worried about, like, revolt of the government. I think that current day Mormons are preaching some weird fucking shit that we don't even, you know, like I some mean, weird, maybe. like, hide the government's going to come after you type of shit which is kind of what they believed here even anyway so the sermons got darker um and in utah he married the last of his 53 wives jesus which is fucking wheeze 53 yeah putting up fucking numbers yeah 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 that's crazy Um, more numbers for you. His youngest wife was 15 at the time of their marriage. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the church to this day likes to say, like we said before, that this was because he was trying to like protect um, young girls who like didn't have families and whatever. But he consummated this marriage immediately. So like, fuck yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can't be like, I'm protecting her as you're inside of her. Yeah, that's you're a fucking pedophile. Oh, so. I'm well, why did you fuck my kid while you were babysitting? Well, I was protecting them. Yeah, you were not. Yeah, meanwhile, in rot. the real world, you're fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and then this was just a fun little fact about his fifty three wives. Um, some of the wives were sealed for eternity, which is like in the afterlife, yes. the planets, in you're the my temple. slave type of thing. You're and my then, slave. Well, yeah, let's not kid ourselves here. And then some of them were only sealed um, for time only, which basically is like till you die or I die. Oh, no. So they're like, oh. Are I you get kidding out me? That's the, the better deal. Yeah, you get out of the marriage when you die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at this time... Brigham Young introduced one of the most controversial, like new forms of Mormon belief, which was blood atonement, which is obviously like make like physical pain, making yourself bleed to atone for the sins. Um, And in Orthodox Christians do that. And Catholics. In Catholics. Orthodox Christians were way big into it. Remember Rasputin was Mm -hmm. a big fan. Yeah. He was a big uh, fan of the, self-flagellation yes and then um shia muslims do that every year they have like those whips with fucking swords on them yeah he was big into it so if you want to fuck up your day look up self-flagellation shiite muslim and uh have a have a great time or don't so this practice was obviously like new to mormons but um brigham young insisted that some sins were so egregious that even the atonement of jesus on the cross was not enough to save the sinner so like clearly he's gone like off the motherfucking deep end the only so that wouldn't even that doesn't even make sense i know he's just losing it well i mean at that point if you say like what jesus did wasn't good enough then you can be like but i have the answer yeah and it's inside my penis Mm mm-hmm I mean, he basically did. So, um, and then some people at this, it's, they call it the Mormon Reformation. 
Like the the seed that then grew into the FE, FLDS was like this offshoot shit that Brigham Young introduced. They called the Mormon Reformation. Well, isn't that the son of a bitch of it all? Like Christian fundamentalists who are fucking like evil and rate. Well, not even then, but like we'll just use it. The easier example is like fucking uh, is like isis Mm -hmm. like they're following the book to the letter yeah yeah yeah. you know or like the shittiest sects of orthodox jews who like follow the law to the letter the flds people like they are closer to the original intent than even the modern people 100 percent like absolutely in the mormon doctrine it says that if you don't have a minimum of three wives you're not even eligible for the top tier of heaven oh shit like i gotta just... ball out on three women just to get to top tier heaven yeah top tier heaven is pimps only sure <laughs> i just like the idea of god of like moroni setting god's like you can set up heaven right moroni's like i got this fucking ballers only if you fuck more than three chicks get in here it's guy. just like snoop dogg and big daddy kane are the <laughs> yeah. only people iceberg in, slim yeah the only people in fucking mormon heaven <laughs> oh man so there's a there's a quote and um where he's he's like in a sermon, he's kind of losing his mind. Um, he says, the time is coming when justice will be laid to the line and righteousness to the plummet. When we shall take the oldest broadsword and ask, are you for God? And if you are not on the Lord's side, you will be hewn down. Ooh. So it was That's like, the end of fundamentalism right there. Yeah. Um, and he started really preaching the second coming and a time for celestial law, which is like just a, to the text no interpretation like you know that's straight up isis yeah like for uh, sure are you for god no i i fucking kill you let's make uh god's law the only law now we have a caliphate i mean yeah. christendom is a christian caliphate of course christendom isn't a thing anymore but that's essentially what and they're like, going for utah was just a territory so like they were kind of getting away with this yes um and so <clears throat> he became an isolationist, he started preaching the blood atonement and he started becoming like genuinely heartful of hate towards apostates. Apostates are people who leave the Mormon faith. Yeah. And um, like the blood atonement couldn't even save an apostate in his eyes. Like, really? It was the ultimate fucking thing. Also, one of his like his like second in command guy was really trying to push for um, the death penalty um, for adultery, which is like funny. Cause it's like, just you can have 17 wives. What are you doing? You know? Well, yeah. But sometimes you want to have sex with the hookers. Yeah. I mean, sure. So, but so it was like a weird time. Right. Um, and then of course, Bram Young is a fucking racist, like 100%. Um, he's so he said, and this is like in the, like in his like journals like his he wrote these down so it's not like whatever yeah um shall i tell you the law of god in regard to the african race if the white man who belongs to the chosen seed mixes his blood with the seed of cain the penalty under the law of god is death on the spot that's fucking crazy because david in uh bathsheba i think is her name an african queen like got super down and then in ethiopia there was like a huge community of jewish people as a result well bring him young not about it 
Yeah, so he was just like, King David was wrong. You can't actually fuck African people. Yeah, no. Tell King David that. I mean, King David is actually like the Jewish version of Zeus. Yeah. You would just be like, where's King David? And then you'd look over and he'd be inside your wife and he'd be like, King David does it again. again. And then he'd shrug (laughs) (laughs) while he's inside of her. Oh my God. It'd be like, oh man. uh, King David's peeing on my wife again. (laughs) Does anyone know where my sandwich is? Oh, King David. And he's fucking it. And then he, he shrugs his hands. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's David. Oh my God. <laughs> He's just fucking everything all the time. I mean, also had Zeus. To. Zeus, don't put your dick in it. I already put my dick in it. God. <sighs> Gotta love him. Yeah, Zeus That's was like, Zeus. he'll just turn into an animal and fuck you. Yeah. People would be like, I turned into a snake so you couldn't fuck me. And then Zeus just had throwing snake dick around. Yeah, he was like, think I won't? <laughs> yeah, wrong. Hey, bitch, I fucking will. You fucking wrong. Um, so we're going to like jump back and forth because I wanted to talk about this, about Brigham Young and like his racist ass shit. So, um, the LDS church didn't, um, lift its ban on black people coming into their religion until June 8th of 1978. So that's like your grandparents and potentially your parents were alive and very around to see this church lift its ban on black people, which is just fucking horrendous. But then it wasn't even until 2010 that they made an official statement. So they, in 78, they um, lifted the ban, but they kind of like didn't, they said nothing. And then in 2010, they were called out for being like a racist church. And they were like, no, 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 no. Remember, we're cool with it and put out a public statement. And it's just like, we're friends with black people. Yeah, like we're cool. A black guy lives in this state. We yeah, we're are good. doing it. Yeah. And um the church won't admit it, but like a lot of historians have just traced back the line that Brigham Young um is the one who started the priesthood ban on blacks. Um so Oh, so Joseph Smith had nothing to do with that. Joseph Smith still believed in the curse of Cain, but he wasn't out here saying like fuck yourself you know yeah yeah Brigham young was the one who was like let's cause endless pain and suffering to like any mormons of african descent i'll be real it all it feels a lot like joseph smith himself was like uh, joseph smith just was like a sex cult leader exactly. yeah yeah he was like exactly let's all fall. like i feel like if joseph smith is the guy who's like all the racists are hanging out and then they're like, where did David go? And then David's like fucking all the tribes women. And they're like, no way you can't. They're not white. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. And then he shrugs. Yeah. yeah. And as he's coming on like some national geographic titties. No, straight up. So yeah, just, uh, they're not fucking, they say there's a bunch of other like atrocious quotes you can find of Brigham Young being a fucking racist, but just know that that was real. And he also had a thing against apostates who are people who left the Mormon faith. Yes. Yes. Um, Um, Also finding yourself an apostate in the Utah territory at that time was basically a fucking death sentence. Like he was barring you from living, you know Yeah, yeah, You had to just leave. Yeah. Um, interesting. And also leaving in the territory is not easy back then. The, um, uh, Indian wars were raging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, bring them young. Hardcore as fuck. I don't know how true this is, but like LDS.org history site says that Brigham Young had great relations with Native Americans. But like, who fucking knows? No. I don't think he, he had great relations as with anyone. As evidenced by there being almost 
zero American Indian uh, territories in Utah. Yeah. Yeah, they said that he was buddies. And I'm like, mm, I think yeah. you're lying no, here, he guys. No, he wasn't. The US, if the U.S. government is doing better than you by having fucking reservations in Wyoming, Arizona, and New Mexico, and yet Utah has almost no reservations, mm-hmm. you're not doing well. Yeah. No, I, I completely... It's just like the LDS church likes to, you know, I don't know, fluff things up a, a bit. <laughs> um, also he had been caught saying that apostate should have been killed. So anyway, he's not a fan and he, his sermons also um, preach distrust in non Mormons, which brings us to like one of the biggest incidents that the church, another thing that they refused to acknowledge and admit to for a very fucking long time until like, even with proof and like transcripts brought to them, they were still like, "Mm, I don't know if that's us. So it was the Mountain Meadows Massacre. Um, and this was the true beginnings of the church's issues with the United States government, where the United States government had to come in and was about to fucking fight Utah Territory. Okay. So September 7th, 1857. So like no, like barely 10 years, a group of Mormons attacked a wagon train of pioneers headed to California. Um, the Mormons were not okay with them passing through the territory and gunfire ensued until September 11th. So from September 7th to September 11th, the Mormons were attacking um, a bunch of pioneers. Sure. Um, for no reason other than they were like, get out of my lawn, you know? Yeah. Um, and the pioneers, like not the, mo- like that is a weird word to say as someone who's lived in Utah for a while now, because like we call Utah settlers pioneers. No, 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 no. The pioneers is in like the people going to California surrendered under the promise of safe passage through the rest of the Mormon territory. So, um, they were told like, you know, everything's cool. Yeah. Come out of your hiding places. We'll let you go. No harm, no foul. And as soon as they left, like, the coverings, the Mormons attacked and slaughtered 120 men, women, and children. Woo! Yeah. And uh, that's a fucking problem. (laughs) Yeah, you can't just do that. And the church... So, like, fast forward, like, in reverse again. The church denied any involvement, despite correspondence between Young and the elders of other LDS communities, like, writing each other. Like, straight up, basically saying... Hey, guess hey, what? Are you up? And yeah. then he replies, Dog, how crazy was it when we killed 120 innocent men, women, and children? Mm-hmm. And the other guy's like, LOL, I don't even care. JK, that was wild. Yeah. And then Winky mails face. It. Yeah. Yeah. And the Pony Express writer is just like, Write more <laughs> in the letters. These guys before are I killing leave. me. <laughs> um, and so in the letters. Basically that he Brigham Young suggests that he had a solution for outsiders entering Mormon territories and was willing to share it with the other um, elders, which is uh, just shoot them, I guess. Right. It's what we can kind of, I mean, and also by the way, 120 people that begs the question, how many families, how many smaller groups of settlers came through Utah and were murdered. And it just went unnoticed. And it just went completely unnoticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's for real. That's Definitely. like 100%. Yeah. And so um, they basically like did the equivalent of a mass grave and put up like a shitty little fucking cross. And Brigham Young had written on it, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. 
which is like not the coolest thing to put on a memorial cross, right? No, I don't. What vengeance for what? For being non-Mormon. Like, he, he was losing his fucking mind. Yeah. The fact that they were non-Mormons trying to come through Utah territory, he was like, no way. No way. Yeah. Have you ever heard Mormon people talk about how, like, the government was going to attack Utah? And then they talk about how, like, the settle- the Mormon settlers were going to beat the United States government? Yeah, bullshit. And then they always, like, brag, like, they were going to drop rocks on them, all this other shit. And it's like... The United States government? Oh, you you mean the government that fought and won uh like the world's first modern war during the Civil War? You're gonna beat that one? Mm-hmm. That one that defeated all of the Indian nations and Mexico and Spain? That yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. In this time, like with come your, the fuck with on your rocks and seven wives. Go yeah, fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's, oh, you mean the military that beat mm, like yeah it's, and like that beat the British fucking empire? Yeah, come on. Please. And it's like kind of we see like this weird different offshoot version of it, like where like Mormons are in Utah are proud that like, you know, they almost successfully seceded or stayed a part of the like yeah. on their own territory. Well, another it's thing like, Oh, you're so tough. Look at all those women and children you killed. Uh, you well, guys really fucking did it. Another weird part of Utah culture that people don't realize is I really do think there's a lot of like Utah would have been a part of the South very uh, a state that's affiliated with the confederacy because one one of the biggest counties in utah is called dixie the confederate flag is imagery all over that place Mm -hmm. and then um dixie state is the name of the college Mm -hmm. in southern utah Mm -hmm. and they're all about like there's like a lot of rebel imagery and like Mm -hmm. i really think there was a large group of people here in Utah who were like vying to be a part of the Confederacy. Oh, I believe it. 100%. They were fucking racist. Like they, they were all about that shit. Yeah. Um, and like, and, and they hated the United States government ex- for saying they couldn't exactly. be polygamous. Yeah. And the Confederacy of course was like, probably like, Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think they g- would have taken the ally. Yeah. Like, I don't think they would have looked into the polygamy thing. I think they would have been like, sure. The Confederacy was looking for allies wherever it could get it. Exactly. It was trying to get France and all these other countries to give them material. and So it's kind of like, I bet they would have. So an uh, offshoot little story from that. Um, two years after the event, that marker was taken down and local non-Mormons protested and brought it to the government saying um, that Brigham Young and his close followers purposely wrecked it and they heard them shouting, vengeance is mine and I've taken a little. So he's just an asshole. Yeah. Um, So in 1862, the United States government began to watch the Mormon church and publicly criticize its practice of polygamy and blood atonement. And they started to pass laws preventing plural marriages. So like it was the first, like the U S government before this had been like, you guys need to stop. And then this was the first time that they finally were like, we're actively now trying to stop you. Yeah. 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 Um, and obviously the church tried to fight back. Um, but August 29th, 1877, Brigham Young died. But he, before he died, he had his sermons had become almost devout to, con, to fight the government. Like, that's all. He was basically preaching. Like, that celestial law coming In into play. In 77? 
Yeah, like before that, 1877. Okay. Before that, like before leading up to his death, in between 1862 and 1877, when the U.S. government was kind of like low-key coming after the Mormon church. time. Yeah, he was also being like, fuck the government. But he died, so like he didn't get to really see his plans go all the way through. Um, But his most devout followers continued to fight the government and they brought their case to the U.S. Supreme Court, violating that their rights to religious freedom, the First Amendment, had been violated. Um, And then this is fun. This is a fun little part right here. Huh. So the United States Supreme Court ruled, this was the official ruling, that while religious belief is protected by law, religious practice is not. So... In 1879, polygamy is officially illegal. Oh. Brought down by the United States Supreme Court. And I just think that that is a fun little, like... What United a workaround. S- yeah. Like, oh, no, but your it, rights to belief are protected by us, but what you actually physically do is not. I, I mean, I agree with them. I don't think... I don't know that polygamy should be illegal between consenting adults, though at the time... But like this, that law probably protected women more than yeah. it hurt people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think in our modern time, polygamy maybe should be legal because if consenting adults want to be with each other, fucking who cares? Yeah. But it is interesting well, this, that you're like, yeah, you can't fucking like say you kill kids and then that's your religion. Yeah. Get out of here with that shit. Yeah. Smart on their part. Yeah. And then like, of course... This they were kind of also hiding child brides and child rape in the whole polygamy thing at this mm. time. Yeah, they super were. And, and by hiding, we mean not at all. Not right? at all. They're just like, but like fully justifying marrying fifteen exactly. year olds. Um, and then like the thing to polygamy in like current day, um, it gets super muddy when you bring that many wives and then that many children. It like we'll talk about it more when we talk about Warren Jeffs and the compounds. Next episode. Um, yeah. Like the repercussions of that, like with the government having to aid them and help them, it's just, it gets out of control. Anyway, that's, it just made me think about that. So let's not even talk about that yet. So um, the next leader of um, like the LDS presidency, I guess, the fourth dude in charge in 1890, his name is Wilford Woodruff. Mm hmm. And, um, he's the one who was here when Utah became a state and that's where like the first break off. Also a little bit before that, um, the church tried when polygamy was officially illegal, the church tried to like kind of cover its tracks by saying that, um, well, not really that the church, that God's law is higher than the laws of man. So they continued to practice polygamy. Uh-huh. And then 1887, Congress passed the Edmunds Tucker Act, which forced um, the like LDS groups that formed to disincorporate. And they took over $50,000 worth of property from the LDS church yeah. and the groups under that law. Um to punish them for practicing polygamy, which was um, also could get you jail time and fines. That's just a little bit more about what happened when they stopped, when they didn't listen to the U.S. government. So the the government put the hammer down and just took a bunch of their property that was in United States places. Yeah. Because it's Utah still territory at this point. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Utah still territory at this point. Um, but because the church is in violation of laws, it can't 
Oh, like, you know, it's just this weird, the fact that they passed basically two laws and had a Supreme court ruling was like, I think the church, some church members were like, we have to figure this shit out or we're going to be shut the fuck down. Yeah. Is that the $50,000 worth of property confiscated was like a big fucking hit to them, you know? I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. of. That's a lot. I don't even know what that would be in current day. That's what it was then. So, like, what would that be in today's money? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. So, when Wilford Woodruff came in, he was basically damage controlling the whole situation mm-hmm. because it, like, hit that pinnacle fucking point of, like, basically, it's illegal, like, borderline, it's going to be illegal to be a practicing fundamentalist Mormon. Um, and he knew that the church had to like change to survive, you know, like adapt to survive. And, um, he also knew that the territory was going to fall into like poverty and famine and horrible shit. If, um, they didn't proposition for statehood because like, I don't know if you know, but like Utah is not a very inhabitable place. Like the reason why the Utah state bird is the California seagull is because like that plague of fucking locusts came in and basically almost killed all the Mormon settlers here. Yeah, they were eating everything. We have black crickets that are like insane. They're so fucking scary. And they just travel in swarms Swarms. of hundreds of thousands of crickets. It just looks like black air coming over and And it just destroys. Seagulls are fucking trash birds. So they're yeah. like, I don't give a fuck, dog. I eat. Yeah. So I'm here to eat. That's a little side story for you. The reason why the Utah State Board is, is bird is literally the California seagull is because the sea, the fucking trash bird seagull saved the Mormon settlers. Yeah. Literally, they were going to die of famine because... Die of crickets. Like, yeah. Fucking infestation. Because, like, there's only so much like land in this state that you can grow shit on. Yeah. And when that tiny little bit is attacked by giant black crickets and then <laughs> seagulls come and fix the problem, you got to worship them in some way. So they did, they made it the state bird. Um, but it's also, that's just kind of a little funny to me because like the whole thing is when Brigham Young came to the Utah Valley, he said, this is the place like this is, this is the Holy land. This is the Mecca of us. And then it's just a garbage heap. Yeah. You know? So that was kind of. I just think full that's... of fucking demon crickets yeah. and fucking seagulls mm-hmm. trying to eat your fries out of your like... hand while you're on the pier enjoying yourself. Yeah. And Sorry. now it's even funnier, like current day, because like the Great Salt Lake is like infested with these crazy spiders that will wrap your car as in web. Yeah. Like it's just like, like it's this is not the place. Oh, like God. this is the opposite I'll of never the place. go near the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. Look that Fuck shit that up. Place. Everyone look that shit up. It's wild. So, um, he knew, uh, Woodruff knew that for Utah territory to survive, it had to become a state. Okay. And um, the United States government saw their chance to negotiate and basically force change of the LDS leaders and the LDS religion and practices. Like they were like, we'll give you statehood, but you have to do this, you know? Yeah. So um, Congress replied to um, Woodruff's request that before it would allow the territory to become a state, it would have to end the practice of polygamy for good and obviously blood atonement, but the big thing was polygamy. And the Utah Mormons were also told to disband their political party, the People's Party. Um, and these, there were, there was another, there were a whole entire list of grievances that they had too, 
accommodate to to become a state but those two in particular were specifically targeted at like the lds church yeah and just you know yeah they're just like you have to draw a mustache on your face with a sharpie and take a video of yourself saying lincoln is the best yeah and then you know president ulysses s grant is like lol yeah hilarious. you have to be like or millard fillmore or f- yeah fillmore millard or whatever millard fillmore they basically made like Wilford Woodruff put on a dress and be like, Mormons are sissies. And then they're like, I guess we'll let it slide now. <laughs> we are the sissies of Fremont Street. Yeah. We're just it's looking... me, Sissy Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> We're just looking for United States government. <laughs> we... Some stupid bitch. <laughs> Everyone go look up uh, that video. The Mormons are looking for a tattooed slut. <laughs> <laughs> they really are, though, aren't they? They are. How many fucking good Mormon girls have I had on Tinder being like, please don't tell anyone, but... I'm looking for a tattooed How slut many fucking to come and dominate me. Mormon me, guys come at you. Oh, so many? Well, I took that dude's virginity. He was for sure Mormon. Yikes. When did that happen? I've talked about it before. Please don't bring up more of my dirt for everyone to talk I about. I don't every fucking day. even want to know anymore. Your dirt <laughs> no. isn't fun for me anymore. It's not fun for me either. <laughs> it's not fun for either of and us. No now. one's having fun. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, <laughs> so, just, I mean, I'm barely getting over having sex without wearing my butthole shield. So, <laughs> <laughs> I so I <laughs> fucking listened to the episode that you and Mac did because I got one message from one person being like man what mac and shame put on patreon's a little weird huh and i was like i don't know do i have to listen to it now what do we- i have to monitor the content that you're creating yeah probably Which, yeah uh the episode that you put on here is fucking un- insane but anyway <laughs> so i i listened to the patreon episode that you and mac did um and mac was like how many fingers does noel put in your butt and you were like none i won't let her go near and i was like this is this is my life now Uh, yeah this is my life i'll never get away from this i will say you've never tried to go anywhere near my butt i will never go near your butt why ever you can put your mouth near it have you seen your butt i have I'm not blaming you. (laughs) (laughs) Your butt gives my butt a run for its money. Oh, firstly. You know that's true. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess our butts are not. There's a lot going on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I will. I mean, you're going to have to wax your fucking ass before I go near it. Yeah, sure. I'm not afraid to go near your ass, but just like clean it up, you know? So should we stop before the we be more uh, Utah becomes a state? Yeah, um, I'll end with this. Okay. Um, well, I'll end with the um, Utah becoming a state because after this, the day that Utah became a state was the day that it split off to LDS to FLDS. So, um, eighteen ninety, the Utah Territory and the LDS Church officially denounced polygamy. In Mormonism, and anyone who still practiced polygamy was to be excommunicated. Mm-hmm. And this was the official split where the LDS church, as we know it today, that runs this fucking puppet state we live in, versus the fundamentalist Latter-day Saints, who will later get to know as the prairie dress-wearing, French braid, 20 wives, child rapists, polygamists. Do you know that split is the difference between guys who were 
willing, who, who didn't want to deal with having to break up with two women and keep one, mm-hmm. and guys who are like, I'll break up, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he I'd just write tens of a text. We are getting divorced. Oh, no. Can you imagine having to pick one? And just that to like 10 other. Well, they probably just kept together, the, the but first like one? unmarried two of them and were like, if you want to stay with me and have sex with me, whatever. Well, no, that was still punishable. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they just had to get rid of two women. Or if they yeah. had three, I'm assuming a lot of them had three. Well, like some stories you can find about um, polygamous families who ended up leaving the church, like... Um, they would there's always like a main couple right yeah just kind of like how polyamorous relationships work now there's like the main primaries yeah and so they're the ones who typically stayed everyone has a bottom bitch everyone else was yikes whatever all the side bitches have to go i mean you can't be a sixth wife and think you're going to be number one that's not how it works yeah i mean the pecking order doesn't allow that oof so rough. I was like, what do you look like at sixth wife? You know? Probably not good. Yeah. Because at that point, you're just like, it. does it even matter? No, you're just, you're racking up numbers hoping for higher heaven. Yeah, you're yeah. You're taking like fucking Georgina with one eye and a fucking unibrow. No, it's all, I mean, think about it. If you're having sex with super hot number two wife or whatever, you don't care. Yeah, you'll dump in number six wife if it gets you to the celestial kingdom. Exactly. Like, it's just collecting cards at this point. Yeah. Yikes. I know. You're telling me. Woo. So, yeah. Dark. And then um, after this, you get the move, the FLDS members move to the Utah-Arizona border, which they'll call Short Creek, and FLDS is born. Well, uh, that's where we'll leave off, everyone. Hell yeah. Tomorrow, the actual cult stuff begins. Tomorrow? Or, well, you know. When they hear this next. Not tomorrow. Like a week from now? Yeah. Seven days. Not the opposite of tomorrow. I don't know how time works. You're doing great. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, everyone. Uh, Fucking stay tuned. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.